The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 455. Today, another look at the post-Return of the Jedi Galaxy with a brief summary of Shattered Empire number one. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I am on the eve of recording a new episode of the Expanded Comicverse with my co-host Tim McMahon, who runs the Expanded Phantomverse podcast, and guest Michael Corley, who runs Star Wars Vox Box, which is a series of podcasts that uh, recreates the old Marvel Star Wars comic series with uh, sound effects and guest voices and all that stuff. And yours truly, actually, will be a guest voice in a couple of upcoming episodes, which is pretty exciting. But uh, one thing we're going to talk about in detail in the upcoming episode that we're actually recording later this evening is Shattered Empire number one. Now, this is the only comic book series, at least uh, that's been announced, that has anything to do with the journey to The Force Awakens. And in other words, this is something that has information about the post-return of the Jedi universe. Um, I guess not everything in the journey to The Force Awakens involves it. For example, some of the uh, books that take place in the original trilogy time period just have clues to stuff about The Force Awakens, for example, but um, a Weapon of a Jedi and Moving Target among them. But this one actually takes place literally from the jump uh, during the battle for Endor and the second Death Star. We've got Starfighter action right in the beginning. And we see where Luke Skywalker almost got himself shot down, interestingly enough, by uh, by a... someone who seems to be a rather important woman in the Star Wars universe, or who uh, is going to be in her own way. And thankfully, he manages to uh, communicate with her and not get shot down, which is pretty good. Oh, by the way, I guess I should say that if you have not read Shattered Empire number 1 uh, and are intending to, then this will be a spoiler-filled podcast in the sense that we will talk all about Shattered Empire number 1, or at least the main plot points. So you may want to go pick that up and read it and skip this episode. We won't be spoiling anything else other than what's in the contents of this particular book. Now, as for the woman I just mentioned, her name is Shara Bay, and not only is she a crack A-wing pilot, she's green four in the attack, but she also happens to be enamored of a certain Kess Damron, who is part of the Rebel Strike Force that got down on Endor and took out the shield generator, the Suspect Force Pathfinders, in case you were ever wondering what they were called, the Spec Force Pathfinders of the group that took out the bunker and the shield generator. And yes, Kess Dameron, you heard the last name right, Dameron. So there's a strong presumption that uh, Shara and Kess are Poe Dameron's parents. And they have a little romantic tryst the night that the Death Star is blown up. So we could be witness to the actual conception of Poe Dameron. Uh, 
which is a really kind of a fascinating way to <laughs> introduce us to the character. And speaking of comedic stuff, there's a good share of comedic stuff, including something that could be <laughs> rather disturbing in its way, where somebody is saying that they don't even know what they're eating and that... <laughs> He or she will have another. And, of course, we wonder if the Ewoks are actually stashing Stormtrooper meat somewhere, which is really disturbing but also kind of amusing in its way. Uh, And the Ewoks themselves go along for a ride on a a strike against another Imperial installation on Endor and are touching all the controls and whatnot, having to be told to stop. So some great comedic elements. Those of you who uh, don't like Ewoks, I'm sorry. We've got Ewoks back in this one, unfortunately for you. But... Uh, They are well used, I will say. We also find out that the Rebellion was able to intercept and decrypt a lot of their communications traffic, the air being the Imperials, uh, the Imperial fleet before it, quote, turned tail and ran, unquote, and that there was a lot of traffic and that the fleet was in total chaos as it was departing the Endor system. So that in itself is uh, kind of an interesting and I guess not altogether surprising uh, bit of information. But then when the Rebels raid the Imperial installation on the other side of Endor, they take the joint out and Ewoks are a part of the attacking party too, so I guess they were doing pretty well. Um, after they get out of the bunker, we find out that uh, there is a lot of data that they were able to get access to in the Imperial installation. I guess the Imperials were not able to destroy it all before the Rebels got in there. And it says, according to Han, there's a lot of data in there, lots of comms traffic, lots of plans, and it's not over yet. So we're already getting the opening volley of another incredible adventure is what it sounds like and possibly the beginning of another series of battles which would be pretty awesome and wouldn't it be awesome if this brings us right to the brink of the battle of Jakku I mean we're supposed to be hearing all about that battle and what happened in it in the Star Wars Battlefront downloadable content that gets released on or about December 1st so I can't imagine that Shattered Empire is going to cover that necessarily but if it brings us right to the cusp of it well that will be pretty exciting stuff and we will talk more about Shattered Empire as the new issues release in future episodes of the podcast here. Hey Rebel Rousers, you've got to check out Entertainment Earth. They have more than 1,200 Star Wars related items, everything from your typical toys to home decor, prop replicas, artwork, and endlessly more. Go to sw7x7.com ee to see it all. Again, that's sw7x7.com ee. Couldn't be easier. Alright, let's wrap this party up with some trivia, shall we? I find your lack of faith disturbing. Last time we asked you who drew the lone Imperial scout at the Endor bunker's back entrance into an ambush, and that was Han Solo. Today's question, what did C-3PO claim was his, quote, primary function, unquote? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you force choke your captain, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash sw7x7. It's not an apology, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!